Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Kat Burdett, wellbeing coach, eternal nomad, and self-love enthusiast. Come join me on a journey as I deep dive into what it really takes to achieve that happy, content state of being. The goal of this show is to bring you those feel-good vibes, expand your learning, and encourage your own personal growth so that you can discover what well-being means for you. I'll be exploring every and any genre, including health, mindset, spirituality, and much more. So get ready for a juicy, mind-opening, raw, and real experience when no topic is off limits. I hope this helps you to feel good. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcoming you into 2023. A big, big happy new year to you all. How is everyone? Did you have a great New Year's Eve? Mine was pretty epic. I danced until the sun rose at an amazing party called Labyrintho in Costa Rica. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, Such a good time. And not going to lie, still feeling it today. Still in recovery. (laughs) You may be able to hear a little yappy dog in the background. Um, I can't stop it barking and I just thought, you know what, this is real life, the dog's going to bark, you're going to hear it and we're going to just have to be okay with that. (laughs) Okay, so getting into the episode, the topic that is at the forefront of my mind today and something that's been coming up a hell of a lot, not just in my life but also in the lives of all my friends, is resilience. So we all get faced with different challenges in life and what gets us through is the resilience to be able to cope with them and move on. And I'm mainly talking about emotional resilience here. Having the ability to not let people and circumstances affect us emotionally. And let's be honest, this is normally quite a difficult thing to do. It certainly has been for me in my life. In fact, it's probably been one of my main struggles because as you know from former episodes, if you've been listening to the show, that I have a lot of people pleaser tendencies. And so I get really affected by other people. And there are those moments where sometimes it is really, really hard and I feel really hurt and really affected. And so I found a way to combat that, but I'm still learning my own process with this as well. Most of the time I'm okay and I find now with the tools that I've learned, I can come back to to balance and to myself. But this has been a, a life's work in progress and I'm not quite there yet. And I I think it's because as well, if you're a really caring person, I'm a very caring individual. And so by caring and by being sensitive, that is what, that, that is why we do end up being so affected. And that's a really beautiful thing. So that's the first thing really to take from this, to know that if you are somebody that does get emotionally affected quite a lot of the time, That just shows that you're a really beautiful person because it shows that you care. And also, as I've said before to you all, sensitivity is a superpower. It's beautiful. It means you're in touch with your feelings. 
The only downside to this is it does leave you open to being hurt more often. And this is why I wanted to create this episode for those sensitive people out there who need that resilience, you know, like just like I did, like I still do. It's really important for your mental well-being to learn how to build it, to become stronger, more bulletproof and sovereign within yourself. And for those of you that don't understand what sovereign means, it just means to be completely true to your integrity so that other people and the world around you does not influence or hold any power over you and you stay true to yourself. So I'm going to share with you a story of a time when my resilience was really, really tested. And I was in a situation where I couldn't escape. So I'm going to talk about the time where I was being bullied at work in my adult life. Um, So I did get bullied at school, Um, not really badly, but enough to cause a lot of damage. And this is because of my own insecurities at the time. And obviously, you know, if I was more resilient back then, it wouldn't have affected me as much. Anyway, so I'm, I'm in the working environment and I'm not going to go into too much detail um, because you never know, this person might be listening, but actually, even if they are, maybe they should hear this. <laughs> um, so I was working in a department in radiotherapy and there was this girl who was very um very two-faced actually so to some people she was absolutely lovely delightful and kind and everyone thought she you know butter wouldn't melt in her mouth and then to everyone that she decided for whatever reason she didn't like she was awful and she bullied them and so unfortunately i had her as my as my senior at the time and in radiotherapy we have to work in teams of people you can't treat a patient with radiation uh, without at least one other person because it's it's the law it's a it's a safety practice so uh, because obviously you're working with high levels of radiation and you don't want to do anything wrong so we constantly have to check each other so anyway I'm trying to do my job I don't have a problem with this person at this point point in time and everything I do she's picking up on telling me I'm doing it wrong talking to me in a sarcastic voice and then also ignoring me belittling me and then I see her like laughing with her friends and pointing at me I mean god anyone would think that we'd gone back to school and at the time of course these moments always seem to come when you're really down I just had my heart broken by somebody I was feeling very lost, very unhappy um, with life generally and who I was. And I actually had depression at the time. And it's funny, isn't it? But these people who have, obviously she has a lot of her own insecurities. It's like they hone in on you. It's like you're a beacon and they can, they can see you and she, (laughs) they can see you so clearly and they just, they target you. And so, and, and feed off your misery. 
So basically, she was being awful to me and telling me off of stuff that was absolutely ridiculous. And basically, I, I hadn't done anything wrong. And I still don't really know to this day why she didn't like me. But from the work I've done now and, and you know, coaching other people and, and also the personal development I've done on myself, I know that anybody that you know, has an issue with you, that's just a reflection of them and their issues. So you're triggering them and bringing, bringing something up in them that they're not ready to deal with. So I must have been highlighting a lot of stuff within her. And I've actually had this before with people. And one of the main triggers I cause in people is because they seem to be very jealous of the fact that I can be myself and I appear quite happy and content most of the time and I am now I mean at the time ironically I wasn't but I was certainly giving that impression and so when someone's really hurting and they have a lot of darkness and sadness and trauma within them you're like a light to them and they want that so you know of course it makes people makes people quite quite jealous and reactive. And this is what was going on with this girl, or so I believe anyway. Now at the time, all that was going through my head is, I don't understand what I've done. Why does this girl hate me? Why has she targeted me? And also, why do other people think she's the best thing since sliced bread? I just couldn't understand it. And then I dug a little deeper and I found out that she's actually affected other people in this way and bullied them. And she's caused a few people to actually leave the department, which is absolutely horrific behavior. And nobody seemed to be stopping her. So anyway, um, you can understand it was a really difficult situation because I had to work with her. You know, you need two radiographers to treat a patient and there was like literally no escape. Now, I was actually agency at the time, so at any point I could have quit. But that was a lesson in my resilience right there and then. And I thought to myself, if I quit and I leave, then then she's won. And she's going to keep doing this again to more and more people. And also, I wasn't ready to leave at that point. And despite her, I'd made a few good friends there and I was on my own little mission of saving money. This is right before I, I went traveling. And so I stuck to my guns. I reported her. Literally nothing got done about it. And I was just like, you know what? No, I'm not going to let this bitch win, <laughs> which is how I felt at the time. Obviously, I have a lot more compassion now, but that was my terminology at the time. And, um, and I stayed and I stayed for well over a year. And uh, yeah, and, and it was really uncomfortable. I didn't have to work with her all the time. There are different machines that I went to in the department, you know, we rotate. Um, but I was just like, something inside me was like, nah, you're gonna stick at this because you know, and I kept saying to myself and say, I'm a good person. I know I've done nothing wrong. I am staying true to my integrity. I know that the issue is with her and not me. And even in my state of depression then, I was even seeing a counsellor. I was a mess. I was crying every day. I was a mess. But even at that point when I was at my, one of my lowest moments in my life, I would not let her 
get to me enough to the point where I was going to leave. I was like, you are not winning here. And yeah, somewhere inside of me, I found this strength. And I'm really, really fucking proud of myself for that to this day, because that whole experience as well, oh my goodness, it taught me so, so, so much. And actually now it's given me beautiful ammunition for this podcast to illustrate my points. So there we go. You know, there's always a lesson going on. There's always a silver lining. And it taught me a lot of resilience and about the fact that no matter what you do, whether you're the best person in the world, whether, you know, most people absolutely love you, there's always going to be that one person that doesn't, that one person that's going to have a problem with you. But what you need to remember is that it is their problem and it's got nothing to do with you. And I think I've said this on a former episode as well, but it's always about the other person. You know, the way people are is a reflection of the way that they perceive life to be. And this is affected by upbringing, by caregivers, by their environment, um, by the world around them, and the way that they've decided to see the world. Um, And obviously there's a lot of uh, trauma that can come into it as well. It doesn't have to be big trauma. It can be a little trauma. You know, it could be, uh, it could be being bullied when you were younger. Um, It could be worse than that. You know, you could have unfortunately had physical abuse or harm, or, you know, it could be a a lot more than that. But basically all these things will, will shape your reality. And it's not until we get into our 30s, actually, that we've kind of got our picture of reality set. And so after I recovered from all that, and it took me a while, actually, because I was in a, as I say, a very dark place at the time, I can now finally look back with compassion because of the work I've done on myself to understand myself better and my own personal development and growth, and from coaching all my clients as well, all my mentors, all my coaches, all my gurus, everybody, I can now have compassion for that girl because I know that she was just in a lot of pain. She was hurting. Something had happened to her that made her that way. There's always a reason why we are the way we are. And that all that stuff that was coming up was just a projection of her own shit, but it was just projected in my direction. Now then, if I'd actually known all this before, would I have been as affected? No, of course not. It probably still would have stung a little bit, but I would have got over it a lot quicker. And so this is what happens when you build your resilience and you keep building it, and you build it, and you build it, and these lessons happen in life to knock you down, and make you feel upset, and hurt you, you're building your resilience right there and then. These experiences are designed to make you stronger. They're encouraging your growth, and your evolvement. And when you've reached that place of having compassion for the person that's hurt you, whether that is a friend, a partner, someone else that you love or care about, it doesn't matter who it is, when you find that compassion for them, 
that's when you know that you've really grown as an individual and you just got a whole lot tougher. It's when we experience strong emotions like anger, bitterness, deep sadness, or even hysteria, um, that means that you're still very much affected by it. It's when you no longer feel a strong emotion around what happened, that's when you know you can then look at it objectively and it's no longer emotionally affecting you. So you might be thinking, okay, Kat, well, from what you've just said, what you're expecting me to do is just, these, these experiences are gonna come up that are gonna toughen me up. Um, they're gonna be really unpleasant and that's how I build my resilience. Yes and no, you can just leave it to unfold like that and you can start building yourself a stronger foundation. So in psychology, resilience is known as positive adaptation. And that is exactly what you need to do. You need to positively adapt to the situation because you can't stop the situation from happening. You're not in control of it. What you are in control of is your thoughts and the way that you choose to respond. So the way that I interpret this is that you can choose a positive response and one that's going to benefit you. So I'm gonna talk you through my thought process when these situations arise, um, exactly what I think and what I do internally inside my mind. So somebody has said something and it's, it's triggered me and it's upset me. So, okay, what happens next? Well, the first thing is to have awareness of the fact that it's actually affecting me and identify with what that emotion is. So once you identify with an emotion, it then holds less power over you. That's the first thing. And then I think to myself, okay, so this person said this to me and it's affected me, but actually that's triggered something within me. So they are highlighting a part of me that I am not re yet ready to deal with, or maybe an insecurity that I have about myself. And there's an aspect of what they've said that I believe to be true. And the other way I think about that is, you can't see something that you've never seen before. You can't identify with and recognize something that you aren't conscious of. So it has to be there. Are you with me? <laughs> In a nutshell, we are only affected by the things that we believe to be true. So another piece to this is understanding that the way somebody behaves, as I mentioned earlier, is all down to their own life experiences, the way they perceive the world, and they're seeing things through their own lens. So anything nasty anybody says to you is really a reflection of them, and it's all coming from within them and their own issues. So they are projecting onto you and you are choosing to resonate with that projection or not. 
okay, so in my head, these, these thoughts are happening. So I'm like, okay, damn, okay, this person's triggered me. There's something within me there that I need to address. That's, that's cool, but equally, what they've said is also downright out of order and rude or whatever it may be. And I realize that that is coming from within them. And all this is happening like over seconds, you know, your brain works pretty, pretty fast once you start practicing this and doing this. And so that's all happening super quickly. And then immediately, once I've recognized these things, I try to bring the focus back to me and just make it not about them. Like this, this isn't about them. How do I feel right now? How do I feel within myself? Who am I? And what has this situation actually got to do with me? Probably nothing. Another thing that's really important to recognize is the fact that this is only a split second of your existence. It's temporary, it is not gonna last. And really, it is up to you to decide how much time and energy you want to give to this moment. Because it's gonna be over really soon, but are you gonna have it playing in your head and you're going over everything and having it resonate with you? That's really exhausting and it's gonna take up a lot of space in your head and inside of you. So you can choose to not let it take up so much of your time. And this is where you would then think about something else, something positive, or maybe even what I like to do is just think about the immediate future. So I think this moment really doesn't matter. And where am I going to need to be in the next hour? What am I doing today? Because life keeps on moving. So I try to take myself away from that situation and put my focus into myself and into my immediate future because then it creates the understanding that it really doesn't matter and it is insignificant. So I guess the real question I ask myself is, is that how much time do I wanna waste putting energy into this situation when I could be putting my focus, time and energy into the things I love, into the things that make me feel good, into being the best person that I can be. So you may have noticed a theme throughout this episode so far. And this is really the theme of everything I do. And that is creating more self-awareness and building the relationship with yourself because the better you understand yourself the better you can respond to life and once you do that you can then engage with life better and have more compassion for other people understand other people's perspectives because you're growing your understanding of everything when you do this it all starts with you and there's something else that really, really helps when it comes to building your resilience. And that is to have an incredible community of supportive people around you that you can talk to about what you've been through. 
And the likelihood will be that they've experienced similar things. And when you share this with others, it gives you that sense of validation and you feel understood. And deep down as humans, that is one of the primal things that we need to feel understood, to feel like we fit in. So by sharing your thoughts with that supportive person in your life, you are gaining recognition of that. Please know everyone, you never have to do anything in this life on your own, never. You can do it alone and you're gonna be fine, but it's always better with friends. It's always better with community and support. We all want to feel loved and understood and supported. Of course, there are those of us out there that maybe don't have that support that we need. And maybe you want to talk to somebody about your experiences and what you've been through. Well, that's one of the reasons why I am here because there's nothing worse than keeping these things inside and building up the damage, internal damage and the trauma. So reach out to me. That's what I'm here for. Um, if you find that you haven't got anyone, um, I do offer um, a half hour free chat. So if that's something that appeals to you and you just want to talk about something you've experienced, then go right ahead and reach out to me. That's what I'm here for. So you can find my details in the show notes and all you need to do is send me a DM via Instagram. That's probably the easiest way. Or if you don't have Instagram, I now have my beautiful website up and running um, and you're very welcome to hop on there and fill out the contact form on the homepage. It is my greatest wish that this episode has served you and helped you. And I'm sending you so much love. If you're, like I say, if you're one of those sensitive people like myself and you've taken, or you feel like you've taken a lot of shit in your life, um, you know, I, I salute you. It's not easy, this game of life and it's hard and we need all the support that we can get. So I just want to say from me to you that you're doing amazing and the fact that you're showing up every day and existing and going to work and putting the kids to bed and making yourself dinner, whatever it is, I salute you, you're incredible, you're amazing, keep going. So this brings us to the end of today's episode. I've really enjoyed expressing my thoughts and my feelings and sharing my story with you on what happened to me and I just hope that it served you and helped you feel more resilience and more like a badass. <laughs> so as always any episode wouldn't be complete without a final message but just before I leave you with that if you've loved today's episode or you found it helpful and useful in any way don't forget to subscribe and please give me a five-star rating on Spotify and leave me a review on Apple as this is how the show grows bigger and better and reaches the ears of a lot more people, meaning I can help more people. This is why I'm here bringing this podcast to you all. Resilience is all about being able to overcome the unexpected. The goal of resilience isn't to just survive, but thrive.
Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I will see you next week. Have a beautiful rest of your day.